0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Wanna Vibe. I'm Issa. I'm Abby, and things are making noises in
1: the background.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Well, today we're talking to former defensive end... My friend, Corey Wooten from the Chicago Bears. Um, today, he is one of the hosts of Bears Unleashed on Fox 32 in Chicago, a fitness enthusiast and a devoted husband and father.
1: So we asked him to come on the show to, you know, spice it up a little, get a male's perspective on all of the things that we love, health and wellness, forward thinking, girl power, girl power. and all that shiz. We're going to talk a little bit about sports, which I know zero about. I'll help you out with that. Some parenting, which I also have know zero about. I won't help you out <laughs> with that. And you know, whatever else uh, comes up in convo. So we hope you guys enjoy this little remix. Yeah. So we're going to be off for the next two weeks. Um, we will not be airing because Christmas it's, yeah, and New Year's exactly. and I will be in Mexico con mi madre y mi familia drinking margaritas. <laughs> nice. Good work. That wasn't bad, right? It's English. Yeah, it was like. It was fine. You're fine. So totally we fine. hope everybody has an amazing holiday. Yeah, have the very of Christmases and Christmas my. <laughs> of the Chrismy, <laughs> and we'll see y'all in 2020. Bye. We're back. Wanna Vibe is a podcast and resource speaking simply about all things wellness. We want to break down each topic and start from the beginning, avoiding the assumption that everyone knows the building blocks to a particular subject. The
0: way we see it, wellness is all encompassing of each aspect that affects our everyday lives. In addition to our faves like fitness and nutrition, this could mean anything from relationships to careers, finances, spirituality, and so much more. We are Abby and Isa. Wanna, Wanna Vibe? vibe?
1: everyone welcome back to one of five i'm isa i'm abby and today we have Corey tell cory Corey, <laughs> about yourself
2: how's it going guys I'm, I'm Corey Wooten. i grew up in the uh, same town as isa uh, rutherford new jersey uh
1: that podcast can't show smiles.
2: we're very proud <laughs> smiling um but yeah i grew up in rutherford new jersey um born and raised there um was there until college um And yeah, now now I live in St. Louis, um, but uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into the story of how everything progressed.
0: (laughs) I was wondering where you were, because we were talking about it, because I totally forgot about... The hour back, like the hour change, not the hour yes. change, but like the time, time difference. difference. That's the word that I was looking for. Sorry. Yeah.
2: That's how we were coordinating. I was trying to say like central time, Eastern time. I like. know, and
0: I like, you're <laughs> reading the e- Like, I don't really go on the emails. He like, says technologically challenged. I'm not. I set up this whole shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, not, not shit as in this, not
1: as in this interview. I'm talking about this hardware down here. Please oh, and thank yeah. you. Yeah, you and thanks to John. So, Corey. <laughs> You grew up in Rutherford. Um, we like to start all of our interviews by hearing about, kind of like, you know, how was your childhood? What were your parents like? Like the uh, nature versus nurture, if you will, that brought us to where you are now, which is a retired NFL some yeah. some an, an old
2: old retired guy. That's that's what it is. Right? Old retired guy. <laughs> you
1: guys can't see Corey, but he's like, you, you guys are the same age? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thirty two. And retired. Must be nice.
2: <laughs> uh, just I'm not retired, retired. Just retired from the NFL. <laughs> exactly.
1: Just from the NFL. <laughs> so, set the scene for us.
2: Okay. Um, so, like I said earlier, I was born and raised in Rutherford. Um, great town there. Great great experience growing up it, it was a it was a great place to be a kid we had fun yeah we had we had a lot of fun uh, <laughs> you know we, we would always isa was on on the other side of town but we, we still kicked it from time to time um, right. I, I grew up on the other side by washington union school and she you know there was like union school and what side of know, had a, had the
0: Pierpont. The side of school so you're on the people yes. side of town and he was a union. They grew up in union school, him, Brian. I talk about Brian a lot on the podcast because yeah. I love him so much. So <laughs> we
1: talk about Brian and they all grew up and then their best friend, Jeff, also. I listen- yeah years and i have no idea where anything is i don't even know what school you're talking about
2: Anyways. yeah so so basically like you know in, in our town and you see those it's like everybody knows each other so everybody knows everyone's parents and siblings and you know grandparents that they grew up in the town so everybody knows everybody uh there's a main strip park have where we always used to kick it when we were kids We'd go up there have food at you know Stephen andrews at a bagel shop and mm-hmm. ride our bikes around town you know play basketball all day um Play football, kill a man with the ball, stick ball, <laughs> you name it, we did it. Um, so it was a really good childhood. I, I had a great experience there. And like Issa said, my two friends um, that I'm still the best friends with, Brian and Jeff, I've known them since Brian, since I was about two, and Jeff, since I was about four. And we still talk pretty That's much right. every day. Yeah.
1: That's so, awesome. Yeah. So you worked your butt off, played football in high school, I'm
2: assuming. Yep, yep. I played football, and I, I actually you went everything. to. A Did school. you
1: play basketball
0: too?
2: I played basketball and baseball like my first two years, and then I just focused on football. So, Issa went to our hometown high school. She was she was a legend there, softball wise. Thanks, <laughs> cool. I uh, <laughs> I went. To, the first
1: um, time I met Isa's dad, I got the full scrapbook. He knows Big Rich. Literally, yes. Like, yep. Within ten minutes, he was pulling out newspaper clippings that were like yellow <laughs> around the edges. Oh yeah,
2: um, she, she was. She was a killer in high school. No, no hey. so lie. Yeah.
0: But what I wanted to talk to you about, Corey, because you played a bunch of sports. So, like, what was it for you that, like, with, like, what was it for you that was like footballs? It the one, other than being humongous. Well, well, the
2: thing is, the thing is, you you know this, and obviously to everyone else, I was big, but I did not used to be this big. And you know that, like, from a standpoint of like frame and how big I am now, right? um, That was even shorter then. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, I think I, I think the biggest thing is like was just work ethic, you know, I, and, and that's something that was instilled to me from, from a young age, you know, just being able to work hard and try to outwork everybody because I know, you know, when I first went to Don Bosco, a private school, mm. everyone told me I wouldn't play. And my first two years, I really didn't play at all. And I played like freshman and JV and, you know, everyone's in your ear. Oh, you're never going to play yeah. there. Is, is, is it worth it? And then my junior year, you know, I, I started out, you know, as like the third string Tight end. So basically, I wasn't going to get any playing time at first. Kind of worked my way out there and uh, ended up being first string by the end, beginning of the season, and finished that season. And then after the season, I got nine scholarship offers. So it was like nice. kind of like everything had paid off, you know. And everyone's telling you, "Oh, you shouldn't have left Rutherford. You shouldn't." Yes. And you know, how it is, you know, just being at Rutherford, like if, if there's a good athlete, nobody wants
0: to around. let you go. That's why they were all yeah. pissed yeah. about people, it. People get
2: people get so pissed. I mean, that started with Justin LaForge when he transferred to Don Bosco. Right. And that's part of the reason why I went to Don Bosco was because of him and uh, the guy Ryan Grant that went to Notre Dame and played for the Packers. But you know, people in, in our town get mad when the homegrown talent. <laughs> go somewhere else
0: absolutely yeah you're trying so. to hold on to you tight what was it about yeah. like your what was it about your family dynamic because like I obviously know your parents uh you yeah. know but, and both athletes your sister's yeah. an athlete yeah you guys are just a whole house full of athletes like what do you guys what was something that like you take from your parents like are there any like sort of like sayings or words that like I know my mom used to like pop out from like behind like a laundry basket and be like practice makes and she'd make me say perfect, and I wouldn't fucking say it. And then, like, she'd be like, practice makes, like, constantly. And I'd be like, perfect, 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 okay? Yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say that, like, there was any sayings or anything, but I know, um, you know, both of my parents were, were big time in my development, just um and work ethic. And I think that the greatest thing was I, I was never so into, like, one sport that it, like yeah. – like, it engulfed me, you know. I felt like even even when I focused on football, it was just like a seasonal thing. And then, you know, I kind of did other things. I still played basketball on the side. Right. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's good to not just focus on maybe one sport and kind of work on some other things. And, and um, you know, I know my, my mom was always, like, always – one like, hey, let's get up and, and she used to run with me when you know when I was playing Pee Wee football and even, Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah.
2: So like when I had the you know, you know how they had a weight limit. And I don't even think they have that anymore. But when I, we were growing up they had a weight limit. So I was always oh, a I so, we, so, me, like, me and Brian had to, like, cut weight, so we had to wear, like, trash bags and, like, you know, run, so my mom would run with us. Oh, my God, that's
1: nuts.
2: Yeah, it, it probably was not good for our health at that point in time, but luckily I wasn't a wrestler like Corey Dunn and Brad and them and doing that for, like, you know, right. 15, 20 years, but, um, yeah, it was kind of stupid at the time, like, the, the fact that I had to cut weight, you know, when I was a healthy As a little kid. kid. Yeah, but, um, yeah, my mom would always run with me. My dad my dad would not <laughs> do the running part. He would do, like, you know, push-ups and sit-ups and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, both of them were, you know, always there for me and anything I needed, you know, whether it was baseball growing up, you know, my dad would throw me extra balls or catch for me. And, you know, my mom, same thing in basketball and things like that. So they were always there for me and just kind of instilled that work ethic. And I think that's something that – helped me along the way because I was, you know, in high school, I was never like the star player. I was the guy mm-hmm. that kind of had to just outwork everybody and use good technique and things like that. So I think that helped me the fact that I was, I was kind of a little undersized compared to what I am now. Right. So it really forced me to work that much harder because I was kind of a late bloomer.
0: <laughs> See, I got to say, so like from the outside, I'm, I know you work hard, but like it didn't it didn't look like you had to work that out. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I just always saw you and I was like, that's just Corey. Corey's like real athletic and like, he's real good. But like, obviously you put the work in, but it's like cool to hear that you're just like, I got here because I... You know, worked for it. I bared down, if you will.
2: Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. She's like, wait, is that, is that Chicago Bears? No. Nah. <laughs> Chicago Bears. I know you're not much of a sports fan, but... No, no, I got that program. because
1: Issa wrote it down like 27 times for me. Um, <laughs> so I want to know, like, okay, so you are at Don Bosco, you graduate, you go to college on one of your <laughs> scholarships. Where did you go to school?
2: I went to Northwestern in, uh, in the suburbs of Chicago.
1: And so you're playing football in college, yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I guess the, there's like, are, were you consciously gearing up to not audition? How do you like get drafted? You just like do? Is it just a draft? So, yeah. What is that so, like?
2: Yeah, so it's a problem. Like are you nervous?
1: Like, is there like preparation? Are you like.
2: No. I I mean, honestly, like when i went to college i thought you know i'll i'll give my all i'll, I'll try everything i can but i thought i was going to you know play football and then be done and have right. a good degree have from a good school and and kind of keep it moving but you know when i first got there um you know as a freshman i i started the first three games of the season then i had a then an injury and then i had a medical redshirt um but then the the following year my redshirt freshman year, that's when I played really well. And I was like a freshman, all American and things like this. And, and I was for, like, oh, sorry wow. to interrupt
0: you. For people that don't know, what is a red shirt?
2: So red shirt means, um, I you can either, register. yeah. So it's basically like you sit out the year and then, mm-hmm. so then the following year you become a freshman again, like yes. playing wise, school wise, you're sophomore, but um, playing right. wise, you're right. So then the next year I had to, so you really don't
0: get like bumped out. Like if you're no, a, no, no, no.
2: Right. Exactly. So they kind of just – they do it either if you get an injury or they just think you need another year to develop. So, um, so yeah, my red shirt freshman year, that's when I was like All-American, freshman All-American, and had mm-hmm. all these accolades and awards. And I thought to myself, like, hey, I I could, I could, think I could make the NFL. Like, I, I kind of didn't realize it when I first came here because defense was new to me. I mostly played offense in high school. Right. And, you know, when I went there and, and I had all those accolades and people were like, man, this – you're this kid is good. We got a steal in him. And uh, that's when I kind of figured, hey, I got a shot, you know, to make the lead.
0: So what offensive position did you play in high school?
2: So I played tight end. Um, so I was mostly like a blocking tight end, basically like an extra offensive lineman, like a guy uh, that kind of just blocks, not not like a receiving tight end. Right, like so you were in today. like catching passes. No, not really. I mean, you know, once in a From move, time to we time were, to trick people. If, if we were blowing people out. Of <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then yeah. when you switched to defense, what position did you switch to?
2: Uh, defensive end.
0: Okay. And that's what you played in the NFL?
2: Yes. Yes. So I played defensive end and defensive tackle. So a little bit of both.
0: Ab- Abby's um, husband sent me like your bio and um. Uh, Again, like, I know that I know this. Okay. Because I witnessed it on first
1: Shut up. I want to know what it's like. I need to read this first. Why? Because I think it's important.
0: During a game against the Minnesota Vikings on December 20th, 2010. This could have waited. Wuhan
1: recorded his first career sack when he brought down quarterback Brett Favre. This could have waited because I want to talk about pre-professional. Fine. I want to know, you're like, oh, shit, I have a shot. The NFL draft is happening. You're sitting there. Like, what is going through your mind when they call your name?
2: Well, I mean, Easton, you were were at the draft party, right? I was
0: at the draft party. So so we had a draft
2: party um, the day day actually I got drafted that night, Mm -hmm. right? I think it was. Um, So the thing is, I I was a pretty highly touted – prospect so I was I was expecting not to go first round but second or third and that didn't happen and then the the third day that was rounds four through seven and in the morning I got a call from Lovey Smith the coach of the Bears at the time he's now the coach of Illinois uh college football Mm -hmm. and he called me And uh, he was like, hey, we're going to draft you with the next pick. And I thought, wow, you know, I'm going to be in Chicago. I went to college out there um, and drafted Chicago. And then my wife, who was uh, my fiance at the time, she was uh, going to be a senior at DePaul playing basketball over there. So I thought, oh, I had a 1-in-32 chance to be in Chicago and around her. And I got to be in the same city. So it was a win-win for me, even though it wasn't where I wanted to to fall in the draft, like, position-wise. Right. But – yeah, I was I was really happy to be there.
1: And some like divine intervention, sure. Right sure. There. And you got hurt before getting yes. drafted.
2: I yeah, watched so, it on TV. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So so that was that was two years before I got drafted. So my junior year, um, it was actually my redshirt junior year was my senior year, and um, so we were in the Alamo Bowl, the last game of the season, and. So I was debating on coming out for of the draft because as a junior, you can you can leave if you want. Right. Um, so I had a great year that year. <laughs> I was like second in the nation in sacks and, you know, they were projecting me as a first round pick. So I'm like, yeah, after this game, I'm probably going to leave. And so I, you know, I'm playing the game. I have two sacks in the game. I have a pick. I'm going for my third sack. You know, I get kind of pulled from behind and I plant my leg and I just hear like three snaps. And I was like, Oh no, I thought, I thought I snapped my leg in half.
0: And they replay that over and over on TV. I saw it. Oh yeah. It was
2: bad. Um, And then, and then, so the trainers come out, you know, and I'm laying on the ground, and they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Nah, come here." I didn't, I didn't yell, I didn't do anything. I was like, "Yeah, my leg is not in place, so you know, just cart me off." And they're like, "What are you talking about? Your your leg's in place." I was like, "Nah, my I heard snap." Nice. They're like, "No, your leg is in place." They're like, "I think you tore your ACL." So they did the ACL test, and that thing just was flopping there, and I was like. <laughs> oh. So I was like the last two minutes of the game, right? The last mm-hmm. two minutes of this game. And I'm like, you know, the, the likelihood of, you know, something like that happening, you're like, you never think it's going to happen to you because, you know, the, the the common thing that people think, you know, is, is usually it happens. Um, you know, somebody hits into you right. or you, th- you think it's more common in like women athletes, you know, like women basketball players or something yep. like that. You know, that's just kind of the stereotype that they have with it. So I never, I never kind of thought it would happen. So, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, no, you know, it's going to happen. Is my career over? I don't know what the deal is. You know, you're kind of in this limbo before you get the MRI. And then they get the MRI and they tell you what you what you thought it was. It's, I tore my ACL, my MCL, and my meniscus. And just, nah. So then... Um, you know, I came back from my senior year. Um, I ended up starting the first part of the game, and I still just just wasn't 100%. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like I just played the season, and I was, like, half of myself. So instead of that first-round projection that I was, I fell to the, to the fourth round because people didn't feel like I was 100% right. healthy yet. So.
0: so after you get hurt, how do you come back from that? Like, from college, and now you're like, I'm going to go to the
2: draft. Do you have anything
0: like the Combine and all that?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, we like, you're you're
0: prepping for the Combine. What the fuck is the Combine? Explain what the Combine is.
2: So, Combine is like this. So, they they invite the – I think it's like 150 best players in in college football that they think could get drafted. And you go there by position group, and then you, like, run the 40, you – do a vertical jump how many times you could do 225 it's basically Something like race. yeah it's basically like a physical attribute test to see how you stack up against other people and the thing is like majority of the time like it doesn't matter but it does like the thing is it can it can separate people if they think someone's slower and they run a faster time it'll help their draft stock. But if somebody's like really good and they run a slow time, it really doesn't matter as much because mm-hmm. you always have your pro day after that to make up and run again. Um. So yeah, it's, it's, it's basically so you stand there with your shirts off in front of coaches. They want to see your, it's, it's really, it's really like a meat market to be honest. Oh
1: my God. This is stressing me out.
2: <laughs> you have to stand there in your spandex and like and turn, right, s- turn left. You yeah. want me to,
0: Oh really? Yeah. This thing. You want me to run
1: now? I'll jump for you. Yeah. So it's you funny. end up recovering.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You end up recovering and you end up playing in the NFL. What is that like? Like, did you get nervous before games? I mean, like, I can just imagine like walking into the field and people fucking screaming at you and like lights and shit. You're like basically Britney Spears, but with balls.
2: <laughs> Footballs. <laughs> Footballs. 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 Oh. <laughs> Britney Spears. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, it it is a it is a very surreal experience, you know, because it's something you dream about as a kid, and and the likelihood of it happening is very unlikely. I think it's like point zero one percent of people who play sports make it to the highest level you can. So I mean, it was it was incredible, and I think that the biggest thing for me was having my name called out as a starter in Soldier Field and them calling out, woo, you know, like when you yes. come out. Like was, <laughs> it was nothing like that. Um, to see the love and, and it's something that you just dream about and then you were able to experience it.
1: And what about I wanna know every single micro detail about your um NFL days, like nutrition and fitness.
2: Yep. Yes. Yeah. So I know that, um, so during the season, I feel like, um, you know, I would have, I would usually have probably two cheap meals a week, you know, um, probably after the game, that would be one. And then usually Monday, Monday night, um, because we had Tuesday to recover, but most of the time I tried to eat, you know, a lot of protein, a lot of good carbs, um, you know, lots of eggs, lots of oatmeal. Do you know like how many calories
1: you were eating a day?
2: I I never, I never counted for sure because I didn't like need to lose or gain weight. I kind of just did it to maintain. So I kind of, I kind of just like, you know, when you're, when you're practicing at as, as such a high tempo, like you burn through so many calories. I think they were saying, am. like, so we burn through, like, 1,300 calories in a practice because we oh have the gosh. full equipment on and yes. stuff like that. And especially in the summertime and things like that. So we're burning through, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred, 1,300, sometimes 1,800 calories in a practice. Jeez. So you really have to so – You're reduce. eating, like,
1: realistically, like, 4,000 calories a day just to maintain.
2: Yeah, yeah pro- probably about that. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's – but the thing is, you're so hungry because you're burning so much. So um, were
1: you eating like all day or were you eating like three gigantic meals?
2: Yeah, so probably like three three big meals. Um, so I would eat. And so uh, the way our schedule was, we'd have um, breakfast in the morning and then we would have, um, oh, <laughs> <light switch. laughs> I,
1: really I think my sorry. husband confused the, what light switch. Either that or my four-year-old <laughs> got to it.
2: So we would have breakfast in the morning, then we'd have meetings, and then we'd have lunch before practice, right? And then after practice, we'd have like a post-workout shake that they had all these blenders and stuff. And you could put protein powder and, you know, fruit, um, almond milk, you know, whatever you wanted to put in there. Make your own shake. And then that would be around probably like three thirty, four o'clock. And then when I get home, I I'd, I'd eat a meal. Um, so... Yeah, that's 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 how it'd be uh, you know, kind of on a daily thing. And then sometimes I would have another protein shake before I went to bed. So it was all about recovery and hydration. That was that was the biggest thing.
1: I'm bad at hydration. You are so bad. At I'm hydration. not a professional I'm a at anything. queen of but, um, hydration. All I do is tea all day long. Um your your meetings, were those like strategies for the games? Like what do you talk about in football meetings? <laughs> yeah, like playing. So, and-
2: <laughs> yeah. So well, people right. yeah, the people don't realize like football wise you're really not on the field that much like especially during the season training camp a little more but even then it's all meetings like football is is all about strategy and and watching film of yourself and and breaking down other teams so it's so it's mostly you spend you spend i don't know six seven eight day eight hours in a day just meeting you know and we've been on the field for maybe an hour and a half you know, especially during the season so right. it's really not that on the on the field so it was more like it's more of a mental game to get you ready before what you have to do
1: and what about off season what did what did your workouts look like off season
2: so off season wise i would take i would take a good like 3 weeks off right after and just travel like go to a bunch of different places somewhere in the caribbean or mm-hmm. something like that cuz I, I like to travel and my wife likes to travel so we do that and just kind of you know literally just eat whatever kind of just give yourself just like a chill a, a, a legit break and just pick out on whatever and, uh, not work out at all. Um, maybe a couple of pushups here or there, but that's, <laughs> that's about it. Um, just to
0: make sure then, you still got it. <laughs> exactly.
2: exactly. Keep the pump alive. Um, and then, you know, once that time was up, you know, those three weeks to a month, then I would get into like serious training. So I train. I'd weight lift uh, I would do four times a week and I would do, um, like speed and agility training two times a week. So I'd like to really focus on you know gaining that strength that during the off season and Mm -hmm. and keeping that explosion and quickness
1: and so you played professionally why am I asking all the questions all of a sudden I'm so curious I I need to know all of the things um so you played professionally for how long
2: so I played six years total
1: and were you the same size as you are now You guys have to look this guy up on Instagram. (laughs) Fucking insane! (laughs) I didn't realize because the first several pictures that Isa showed me were just you, and then there was a picture of you next to someone else, and I was like, "What the actual fuck?" So, how is your like body comp compared now to then?
2: So it's it's pretty similar. I uh, I weighed um, my first my first two years I was a little bit lighter, Uh, so I was probably about two seventy five to two eighty, and then my last uh, four years I was about 285 to 290 and that's what i am right now i'm 290 now so i've been able to maintain the same um but the crazy part is i actually work out more now than when yeah. i played
1: yeah how tall are you
2: so i'm 6 7
1: holy shit It's see us, like when when we're standing next to each other <laughs> i know when oh, i stand oh, next six. to her i'm only 5 <laughs> 9 and me and her are fucking arnold and danny okay it's like our pictures oh, are six. legit it's ridiculous. Okay. You can't even get Tell us them the about
2: the picture. picture. Tell them about the picture. Me and you and Dunn from like college. When I came back for one time, it was like 07. It was like Moose's house, outside his house. There's a picture on like Facebook or something. It was me, you, and Dunn sitting next to each other. I'm in the middle. Post it on you know, Instagram stories. I'll have to
0: find it. We're going to post it on the one So of our, our friend Corey stories. Dunn is just like an two inches, three inches taller than me. I don't know how tall he is. I'm five foot, four, 11 and a half, five foot. I don't know how tall he is. do admit to being four, he's, and a half.
2: He's like probably five three, five four, something.
0: I gotta like find that this man. picture now, but I think I know the one you're talking about.
2: Yeah, I'm wearing like a Spurs jersey. Yeah. And t-
0: t- t- oh, t- and t- t- are, you, are you flexing in
2: it? I, I don't know if I was. I might have. That that might have been a different time. <laughs>
1: I don't so know. Now, I gotta find it. Um, Issa's gonna find that picture on Facebook and she's gonna post it on Instagram because nobody goes on Facebook anymore. And then um I wanna know like what your day what a day in your life is like now.
2: Hold on one second, I got some kind of alarm going off here. Okay, there we go. So a day in the life. So um okay, so so usually um i start on my work, uh, monday um i like to take uh my daughter uh his daughter takes with me to the gym that
1: was a Zoom so, thing
2: yeah so she's she's hanging out there while i'm working out so i usually work out for about like an hour and 15 minutes i and, love the videos
1: uh, that you put up with her
2: They're so, yeah. both of
1: your daughters are so so cute
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I, I always joke around with them, uh, you know, about the pre-workout <laughs> and stuff like that. Then they, especially my older, she loves that stuff. She's um, so
0: sweet. She just like yells, like he'll yell and then she'll like do it too. And she like gets all yeah. excited.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She she loves it too. So yeah, usually I work out um, Monday through Saturday usually. And Sunday I have off. Um, but yeah, I try to do, you know, two days upper body, two days of lower body. And try to do cardio pretty much every day. So if I can. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a little fanatical with stuff. Um, you know, most <laughs> most people are like, you know, I just, just do the bare minimum. But for me, I'm like I get like pissed off if I miss a workout. We I are know, the same we way, do same.
1: except for we don't have as good of bodies as you do. Oh, no. I mean, we we are the same way. We just like tacos and stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I like food too.
1: <laughs> um and so You've been with your now wife for a really long time, I guess. Doing the math, yeah, we've
2: been together since since oh eight, yeah. And so she's we, an
1: athlete too, yeah, a professional. Yeah, so
2: she played she played professional basketball, um, yeah. So she she's the best athlete in the family, not me. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, that's so sweet. What I loved was when I met her. As I don't even were you guys engaged at the draft party?
2: Yes, yes.
0: Okay, so she's yep. your fiance at the time, but she had her. So she's really tall. How tall is Felicia?
2: She's like six, two and a half, six, three. So yeah. she's
0: tall. And then she had her friend, and is her gorgeous. friend Heidi?
2: Rachel. 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 Yeah, she's like the same height. Yeah. I,
0: don't, I don't know. Maybe I was just thinking they're tall. So it's high. She's up there. <laughs> but they walked in. And what I loved about them the most was that they were like, they were calling themselves the like Glamazons. And I know <laughs> oh that that was like the cutest thing. I was like, yes. Oh. <laughs> that was amazing.
2: You got to own it, right?
0: That's right. Yep. That's why I'm like, be tall and wear fucking heels.
2: Yeah, exactly. She can because I'm still a little bit taller. That's
0: right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about being around all this female energy all the time.
2: Female and energy oh, my daughters and wife. I, mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, um, you know, everyone always asks before I had kids like, Oh, you want a boy? And I'm like, I just want a healthy job. Like I, I didn't really. care. Way. Um, but girls are, girls are really sweet. Um, both my daughters are sweet. And, uh, that's what everybody says. Like girls are the sweetest, you know, and I, I love it. Like, I couldn't imagine it any other way. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we had two daughters, you know, we'll, we'll see if we decide to have any more, but I'm, I'm cool either way.
0: Yeah, I was saying to Abby, I was like, you know, like when I, like when I talk to, when I think about you or like I think about Brian, like these guys, guys who had both had two daughters, like Brian has two daughters also. And like, just seeing like the change, like the soft change in you like you guys is yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I want to know like what, like, I see how you work out and like how um, with Naya, like you like take her and like you show her everything. But I want to know like, what do you want to like instill in them? Like, what do you say to them to like kind of give them that like girl power? Because it's like you know it's different coming from dad and like yeah, dad's like, oh, yeah. such a big influence.
2: Definitely, I I just want them to be you know confident in themselves, love themselves, and and love who they are, you know, right. and and not not to be not to change for anybody else. So I always tell you know my oldest because she understands that obviously a lot more than my yeah. youngest who's fourteen months. So um, just just tell her to just be yourself, like how goofy i am and all that she's similar to me like that's you own it you know that's how i've always been you know you know me you know for a long time i've always yes. been that dude and that that's that's who i always want to be and i feel like that's you know when you're yourself that's when people genuinely love you and and love who you are so that that's the biggest thing and you know they're going to be tall so just just own your height like you know don't don't shy away from it use it use it as a positive thing because i think it's i think it's beautiful you know um to be tall that's
0: right yeah and even if they're athle- and if they're
1: athletic and they can like dunk on dudes, do that too? I mean, I'm tall and I'm not athletic. I'm just, I'm like a green bean. So do I like green
0: <laughs> is like a green bean. She said it perfectly. <laughs> Asparagus. What- <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> what I really like too, Court, um, is like you're always, how did you like say, so I'm going to like kind of remix it real quick, but like how did you always say with like that forward thinking? Because I feel like a lot of people fall off, right? Like so you mm. went from college to the pros. Mm -hmm. a lot of professionals you hear are like what do I do now yeah Mm -hmm. this is my identity this is who I was but you finished college right you had a you graduated with a bachelor's in communication
2: yeah so bachelor's in communication (laughs) african-american studies so nice yeah so I I I really enjoyed school I mean school has always come kind of easy to me um and I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I feel like college was a great experience. And, you know, people always say, oh, man, you went to Northwestern. Like, you didn't really go to a party school. And I'm like, you know, the, the plan for what after, after football, you know, what's what's next? And, you know, a degree from Northwestern has holds a lot more weight than, you know, another school that's maybe, you know, a great football school and a party school. But I was always kind of thinking about that, I guess, plan B.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And that was just always like instilled in you to just like, I was gonna because, say like, like, have you always been
1: so level headed? Like yeah, like, like for everything seems so logical.
0: Yeah, but that's what I was saying to you the other day. I was like, I just like when I I know like I don't know the inner workings of Corey Wooten, but like when I see Corey from the outside, I just always saw moving forward. So like it was always like, what's the next step?
2: Yeah, I, I feel, yeah, I feel like you know, with my parents, they just always told me, hey, you know, obviously you, you know you want to try to make the NFL if you can, or professional sports but the thing is if you if you make it you know average career is not very long I think the average NFL career is like 2.9 years so you know most guys go to go to the pros at 21 22 and then they're done by you know 23 24 25 years old what's next you still have a long life ahead of you even if you made you know 400,000 a year for three three years you know you still have a long life ahead of you and that's the problem a lot of people don't know how to how to get that plan B. They just so focused on that. You always have to be thinking ahead. And I've always known that I wanted to get into broadcasting. So when my career was done, you know, my first year – I was grinding. I went on any guest spot I could do on, you know, NFL network, any radio show, any kind of uh, thing mm-hmm. in Chicago. Um, so I did a lot of guest spots just trying to get myself out there and put together a highlight reel. So then when I did that, you know, I sent it out to networks and then I, I landed my first gig with Big Ten Network. And then, you know, I did that for a year. And then the following year, last year was a big year for me because I had Big Ten Network, Fox. I did a talk show in Chicago um so i i was doing i was doing six to seven shows in a matter of four days so which Damn. was huge for me. um so it was a is a great experience and i i love it you know i i always said you know you got to do something you love because life is too short um so i've been fortunate enough to to be able to play in the nfl which was a dream and that it never felt like work and then this phase like you know I don't know if you've seen my clips on Instagram. I just try to be an absolute I, I it's try to you, be, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> it's straight I, I up like if, TV,
0: you know, if you know if you knew Corey growing up, Corey's on air.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't try to change up. I just try to be as goofy as possible because I feel like that's what separates me from people is the fact that, you know, I'm a goofy and, I, you know, I know sports and I, I know how to do the analysis, but I try to put my little spin on it because that's something that separates me from. Yeah. And
0: like it connects you to people too. Cause like yeah. people think, you know, you're funny and like likable and like all those fun things, you know, but
1: then like you can get down to business when you need to.
2: Exactly, exactly. So. Awesome.
1: What advice would you give to someone who's trying to pursue a career in sports in any capacity, whether that be like the professional playing side or like the business side?
2: Well, I, I would just say, you know, if if it's something you're completely passionate about it, go for it and do everything you can, you know, work as hard as you can towards it. Um, you know, if it, that's something you're passionate about, Great, I think that's awesome, but I think a lot of people don't realize, especially when it comes to professional sports, the amount of time that you have to put into it. And um, you know, people always think, "Oh, well, you know, you practice a little bit." and yeah, you're know, just you real good. T- t- <laughs> you go out there and you play, right? But uh, the thing is, like can't tell you how many like my friend my best friend brian uh i missed his wedding because of football like, we we're in training camp i can't i can't leave training oh
0: camp. right oh, so holy
2: i can I, I knew leave.
1: that i was there <laughs> and i was like of course you were like, you've oh been at everyone in that's ever gotten married in the tri cities area that's wedding. true oh yes yeah,
2: right. so i i could i you know so i missed his wedding i mean that's something i'm like dang you know like um yeah there's a lot like you know certain nights you know going out or you know if your friends are around you can't you go out and drink and things like that you know you right. gotta you gotta focus on what you gotta do so um yeah there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it and obviously it's it's a great job and i loved it and put my everything into it but there's there's a lot more that goes into it than people realize
0: yeah i feel like sometimes people are just like they're just good and like they're there and like that's yeah. all it is and then like i see them play on sundays or thursdays and then you exactly. know, like monday nights or whatever yeah you know, that's not how it goes. Yeah, I never really thought that. But like the, you know, it, like the, the pretty picture of it is just kind of like, look how pretty their jerseys are and like they're going to smash into each other.
1: You yeah. Know, and also like they get paid so much money
0: to like play sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like so much more than that. Were you ever like having, like, did your coaches? ever like watch what you ate or anything like that like while you were or like they were cool with it? no
2: i mean when i first got to college they wanted me to gain weight so they wanted me to just like eat like six seven thousand calories and i wish them to gain weight that's actually that's actually how i i made myself lactose intolerant i mean oh, i drank
0: tell us about that
2: but they told me to drink three glasses of milk with every meal. And then by like the fifth day, I mean, I just, I had to run to the bathroom. and I was
1: <laughs> It was coming out. At it like, at sounds awful. I, oh, no. I,
2: felt, I felt like, I felt like somebody was just like, took a wrench and was just grinding my stomach. That's how bad it was. And,
1: right.
2: Uh, you know, I, I looked it up, I Googled it and they said, you can make yourself lactose intolerant if you drink too much milk. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I, I, you can heal me.
1: yourself from that too, though. Did you remove really? dairy from your diet?
2: Uh, no no i didn't remove dairy but like straight milk gets me like i can i right. can have like cheese and stuff like that but if i drink like straight milk uh oh, nah, there's a lot there's of no
1: bueno yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh geez um do you take supplements
2: yeah i take uh you know i'm the king of pre-workout The king. what of kind of pre-workout,
1: of pre-workout?
2: So right now, what do is I Is it take? like
1: crack pre-workout?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, called, it's like Red Ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it in a silver container?
2: <laughs> no. <Nah>, um, <laughs> I, take, I take, what do I take right now? Something called One More Rep. It's from, uh, what company is that? I, I change it up every like, you know, two I've months. I've heard of like, One More
1: Rep.
0: Yeah, so you, yeah. Like, get, it really you get get like get the effects wrap. better or whatever. Do I you can't, take any like... Like protein powders or anything?
2: I take I take vegan protein powder. Um, I take vegan sport. need um, why
0: fix? Yeah, why vegan?
2: So, because I, I don't the the regular milk like you know whey protein stuff that usually like bothers my stomach. Um, right. So I take the vegan stuff, and this is more natural. I was trying to look at you know ingredients I was putting in my body and trying to get more more natural stuff, especially when it comes to protein for absorption and stuff like right. that. Um, and then I take uh, CBD oil.
1: There you go. She loves her CBD I oil. I do love my, but I also, yeah. I also I love it. my THC oil, so I can't. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
2: yeah, I've never tried that, but uh, yeah, CBD oil is good. I like it.
1: Does
0: CBD make you sleeping?
2: It does. I, I, I take it every night before I go to bed, and I notice that um it makes me tired and makes me a lot more well-rested in the morning. I don't know if I had like a hard workout. Like today, I hit my legs real hard and they're pretty sore right now. I know in the morning I'll usually feel pretty good.
1: Yeah. I have the opposite. It makes it doesn't make me tired, but it does like make me calm. I take mine in the morning in my coffee. Okay. Actually nice. I, take, I drink CBD coffee. It's
2: like Oh, calm. there you go.
1: But I guess maybe that ca- caffeine balances it out. Who knows. I don't even there know. So do you have
0: any like physical goals now that you're working on? <laughs>
2: Um, not really. I'm just, I'm just trying to maintain. Um, I I do, uh, I do intermittent fasting. So I don't know if you guys, it or um, I've really been big into that. And I used to be the type that had to, I had to eat before I worked out. And, um, I don't know. I think it was just like when I, when we first had kids and uh, take them to the gym with me, you know, be rushing out of the house after you feed, fed them. You're like, Oh, I don't want to turn on the burner and make some eggs. And I just kind of just got used to working out fasted and I really liked it. You know, um, it five, took five, a little And the
0: pre-workout hits you harder too. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. The pre-workout gets you going. Um, so I fast usually from about 8 to about 12 or 1 something like that. And some some days like uh, yesterday I actually fasted till 5.30. Wow. So,
0: just because you felt like it or were you like yeah, actually thinking just you're just like, really, I'm not hungry? I
2: really, yeah, I really wasn't that hungry. And, uh, you know, for me, that's kind of surprising because like, I worked out pretty hard. But I was like, you know, I think that back. I actually broke my fast. I had a protein shake, but it wasn't many like carbs or sugar or anything. So I really don't consider that.
0: Like, right. Yeah.
2: But um, yeah, I mean, I just really wasn't hungry. But I mean, most of the time I'm pretty hungry around noon and try to eat a big meal then after post-workout like some good carbs some oatmeal um usually like a uh you ever heard of date famous dave's uh, yeah, bread, bread. Dave's yeah bread. dave's killer, killer
1: bread. Bread. bread that's what it is i have yeah, three so I, packages of his bagels in my freezer yeah. I,
2: I, I love the bagels that's probably my favorite the i pumpkin spice on bagels, bagels stuff like that yeah that's i love that stuff so try to carve up big time after the workouts and then maybe have one other meal throughout the day like dinner so,
0: what's your like go-to
1: cheat meal that was questions at the end. I'm sorry.
2: Stole it. Uh, I would say my go-to. I mean, there's so many things I like. I I love, like, good burger and fries. I like pizza. That's one of my favorite. Cookies, brownies. Like, I try to go all in, you know. (laughs) I, I figure, you know... The thing is, like, you work out so hard and, like, you got to reward yourself a little bit. Like, I feel like in moderation, you know, two, two, two meals a week. I usually try to do, like, maybe 90-10 rule, you know, 90% of the time eat good, 10%. And you know, I hear your body doesn't know the difference. I don't know if it's true, but it probably is.
1: <laughs> just go
0: wild.
2: <laughs> probably just good for your sanity, you know. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> do you have, like, your mom, like, FedEx you bagels at all?
2: So...
1: <laughs>
2: so used, to, used to a little bit. Uh, I gotta love the bagels, like the obviously the ones on on Park Avenue. Bagel Supreme. Bagel Supreme. And the bagels are
1: good, not as good as Wonder Bagels though, and you know it.
2: In I, Jersey City, over
1: Wonder Bagels all day. Oh my god! No, who, you know no, who owns Wonder Bagels, there?
2: right? Cucinelli's, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never had Wonder Bagels. I, I got to have it because I always talk to Mister Cucinelli all the time. Like when I go to the gym uh, back at home, Metro or Red. Yeah. yeah, the one, the one right by. Uh, the fast food place by i 17. just
1: quit metro oh you
2: did yeah you don't go
1: to strong you know and shapely now they don't fucking fix their equipment
2: okay. yeah someone's
1: buying them i think someone's buying them because they were having like a moment when i quit and she's like we're making changes and i'm like yeah i've been through this before i know what's up yeah. i'm not going through another divorce you don't go to strong like <laughs> when you're home
2: no so i used to go bob used to hook me up with, with a pass but he was like he he did like maybe like eight times in a row, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Hey Bob, can I get a pass?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know, man, this time." And I was like, "Oh okay." Oh, so like, it's like
1: oh, that? Excuse okay. okay so me. So then,
2: yeah, I usually rock with uh with Club Metro, so they usually hook me up with a pass there. Uh, the the one lady at the front desk, I think her name's Teresa, or,
1: with the blonde uh, hair.
2: She's kind of older, lady. real real good shape. Blonde hair. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. the one who shamed me when I quit. Oh,
0: In a nice way. Well, it was can, a okay, it was yeah. a nice shaming. You're both always welcome to come to the Y and take a spin class if you want to do that. I'm going oh, on lo- Thanksgiving.
2: Don't kill me if I if I go. <laughs> I was trying
0: to get. I was trying to like recruit Jeff. I was like yeah. Jeff because oh, he went he went to Cycle Bar
1: or something. I was like, yeah. yo, come to my class. I haven't heard from him since though.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah I definitely gotta come check you out.
1: Yeah. What do you do for like self care?
2: Oh shoot! Self care for me, um, working out. I mean, that's that's one of the most therapeutic things for me. At least that's like my release. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think for anybody, um, you know, obviously I'm not a medical professional when it comes to mental health and things of like that. But I think like it can do nothing but help you mentally in in a sense, right? The endorphins, uh, things like that. And I, and I think, you know, regardless, if you have a hard day, you know, and, and then you go to the weight room and let out some frustration or any kind of anxiety and stuff like that. And it gives you confidence too, because if you really put in the work and, you know, in the weight room, and, and you you strive for those goals. I mean, it's it's a confidence builder. So I, I think anything you know, weights, cardio, all of that. I think it's so good for you, not only physically but mentally.
1: What about recovery? What do you do for recovery? Absolutely nothing. Tennis, big oh. tub.
2: That's my favorite. I got a big old bathtub in my. Uh, I'm. Like you have to have a wrong. big
1: bathtub. You wouldn't yeah, fit I in my fit. bathtub.
2: <laughs> my sweet,
0: my sweet angel doesn't work out like you, but he also loves an Epsom salt bath. I don't like. A yeah, there you John go. John loves the bath.
2: <laughs> yeah, real, real men like baths, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: amazing. I love what you just said, all like about your physical health and your mental health. I think that yeah. that's like really, really tied together, tied yeah. together, and also has like changed my life significantly. Because I was an athlete my whole life, growing up, and then I yeah. acted up for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I gained a lot of weight when I was like fucking around, and. After I gained 60 pounds mm-hmm. and then I lost it. So, but it all came like, but it was hand in hand. Cause like my confidence was just like shot the shit wasn't mm-hmm. good. And when yep. I finally like got back into the gym, all of a sudden it was like, okay, I, I like my
1: body kind of remembered, but it was also like, yeah. it started to love itself a little more by like, just like putting yeah, in the because, work. I mean, it's not really about what your body looks like. It's about how your body feels like, yeah. How you feel mentally. It's one, you're literally one car and all the parts. Right yep. together. You know what I'm saying? Um shit, I had a question.
2: Oh, I one one thing real quick. So I know I know a lot of people, I mean, we all see it, right? People that are around our age. I'm gonna how, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Thirty-four.
2: Thirty-four, okay. So within the same age. We're we're thirty-two. Um so I know I notice a lot of people, you know, um, kinda kinda stay away from working out because they're like, oh, yeah, I'm too busy. I'm too and the thing is, right everybody's busy in some regard, right? Mm-hmm. You have to find time. And, you know, we talked about self-care, right? I think working out is a, is a form of self-care for yourself. So I feel like a lot of people I, I know, and I, you know, I get on a lot of my friends a lot. Uh, Brian is deaf and Jeff, when they skip the gym. I send them messages, tell them, <laughs> you know, no excuses, uh, you know, but, but I feel like that's the thing, right? Every morning we make a choice. Right. And I know like there's been times where my, my daughters got up in the, in the middle of the night and, you know, I didn't sleep well. But I'm like, I got to go to the weight room because I just got to do it. And you got to make a choice. And I feel like... A lot of times, when everything's going on, people are like, ah, "I just don't want to do it," and I don't. But you, you, you got to rev yourself up, and that's why I take pre pre workout because I feel like it gets me to this place yeah. where I gotta go. You there.
0: can't go Whatever. back once you take pre workout. Yeah, there's no can. going yeah. back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: once True. you take it, you, you're not gonna be like, oh, "I just want to chill here." You're like, "Yeah, I gotta get out of the house." Like, right. I know I'm, I'm like I'm like sweating a little bit, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just feel like you got to find time for it. You know, um, it's something I think is critical. And and you look at, you know, if you're not gonna do it now. You, if it, you're not gonna do it when you're forty, 50, yeah. 60.
1: do it now then. so that it like you're prepared for the future. I, yeah. unlike you two, did not have any sort of like athletic background. I didn't even like look at a gym until after I had my son, and I gained six more than sixty pounds with him. And then I realized, like, you know, obviously, growing up, I was like, fine, I got by. I was young, mm. thank God for that. But like. <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, well now I have another life depending on me. I better get my shit together. Right. So I did go to the gym and I'm the same. I wake up every morning and I make that choice. This morning was one of those mornings where I was like, Man, it would be so nice to like lay in bed. But when people say to me, I don't have time to work out, I wanna fucking claw their eyeballs out. You do have time. You have time to binge watch Netflix, don't you? You make time for what you prioritize. If the gym's not a priority, then that's one thing, but you do have time. Right. You just have to admit to yourself that you're not prioritizing your health there's a difference when i wasn't an early bird because like i wake
0: up at like five five thirty i'm at the gym by six six thirty depending like it's just like whatever and so but when i first started working out i would only do it in the morning because i wouldn't know anybody like from school or anything because i was like i can't let anybody fucking see me looking like this anyway but i would have that's so cute Mm, it was embarrassing but i would joke around and i would say that i would just repeat fuck,
1: fuck 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 until i got up and got out of bed you still do that (laughs) I still do that. Sometimes she'll text me from bed and be like, "I don't want to get up." I'm like, "Get the fuck up!" And then, I'm like, taking a picture at the gym, I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> um. So okay, so you have a bustling career, a marriage, two kids, and you're hyped up on pre-workout all the time. <laughs> how do you don't keep? It. How do you keep it balanced? Like, how do you make sure that everything in your life that needs tending to gets it done?
2: Shoot, you you just you just gotta dedicate time you know whether it's like date night with my wife yes oh time with the kids you you just have to make time for it and schedule it I think that's the biggest thing I was gonna say are
1: you like a planner
2: well, my wife is, she, she, we have this thing, uh, this calendar app. So that's, that's how we stay, you yep. know, scared. we don't, we don't have one of those like whiteboards where you write everything. We have it all phone. We're I all try reading. to
1: have a calendar with her and she's not working with me here. She I'm wants, the, I'm the, she the whiteboard. She's the whiteboard. And I'm like, how am I supposed to share a whiteboard? School. <laughs> I am old school. I out, she, she was
0: like trying to have me link our calendars together. I'm like, what's that? You no, know, we have, we have one calendar. You just need it on your phone so you can see it anyway. Well, we won't hold you any longer, Core. We want to – so what we do is we wrap up with – it's called Vogue 73, question, 73 questions. Yeah. We're not going to ask you 73 questions, but they're rapid-fire – five rapid-fire questions that we're going to ask you that you oh, just kind of okay. like off the, off the cusp. Just got to go. All right. All right. So what's your spirit animal?
2: A lion.
1: Okay. <laughs> your go-to dance jam.
2: Um, any kind of house techno music uh, from the East Coast, I love it.
1: Oh God, that gives us East Coast people a bad name. <laughs> no, I have, I have a good song that I used recently. It's the one Instagram song. video I just watched before we got on was um, you dancing to. Was it like Jam? Pump the Jam, pump it. Is that oh, what it was? I was dying. I was like, yeah. what probably a Some nineties, some
2: nineties. Okay, yeah,
1: classic for sure. Um, who is your celebrity crush?
2: Probably Terry Crews. I got a bro crush on him. Oh my
1: God. That was the best (laughs) answer ever. I wasn't expecting that, but I love
2: it. He he likes to do the robot. You
1: like that uh, he can bounce his boobs separately? Corey's dance to like anything is always the robot. And it's also, but it it does invoke Terry Crews. So I I can see that. Um, And he
2: played in the NFL. I don't know if you guys. I didn't know that. that. Yeah. He played for like three years. What team? Played for the Redskins.
1: Dang! I mean yeah. he Jagged. too. um, what's your secret talent?
2: Oh no. because
0: uh, <laughs> he's like, it's my dancing, but that's not a secret.
2: Uh, I, don't, I don't even have a secret talent uh, <laughs> we're has secret
1: Are you double jointed? Can you sing
2: no. no. <laughs> I don't have no. any secret talents, obviously, like there's nothing like
0: we'll remix the question. We'll give you a different question. Are you superstitious or what is your biggest superstition? Oh yeah.
2: No, I I, I was a little bit when I played, but no longer anymore. I'm
1: what did you school. do for your superstition? shoo
2: Like it would it would be like certain things like uh, you know, maybe put my shoes on. Like left, after. right? yeah something like that like i can't even remember at this point point. Like, and
0: then it stopped I'm, working
1: and you're like fuck and then, this
2: and then, yeah and then now now i'm like to the point where like it didn't really matter i still played bad that games so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and lastly what's your vibe
2: my vibe lit
1: Yeah, it sure is. Like, you're the only person that's ever said that yeah a lot of people are like chill or like happy no one's ever said lit before yeah, yeah.
2: thank you Corey. So where can everyone nice. find you So, you can find me um, on Instagram, dancing around at Corey Wooten, C O R E Y W, two O's, two T's, O N, and the same on Twitter, my first and last name. So, you can find me on there or catch me on the TV. I'm on on Fox 32 in Chicago, and I'll definitely be posting some of the clips from the shows, and and then you guys know what I'm doing.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Send all of our love to your family. All right, thank you.